Welcome to Opening New Doors, a Terrace House Party. We are That's talking definitely about... not the name. It's definitely not the title. What? Oh. Say... <laughs> I'm just reading my notes. <laughs> uh, I feel like I got the title wrong last time, too. <laughs> you stumbled a little bit. Okay, let's start it again. Welcome to Under One Roof, a Terrace House Party. I'm Anna. And I'm Thomas. Philip couldn't join us today. He was too hungover from his birthday last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's still not here this week. He partied hard. But he'll be here next week for sure. Today we're talking about opening new doors, episode two. The title is A New Experience for Her. Which took me a while to figure out what it was referencing, but... Could you enlighten me to this? Because I do not know what it's referencing. I think it's referencing Amy or Ami's relationship with uh, Yudai and how he was talking to her at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Because she was talking about how he's really prickly, as she says. Mm -hmm. And he is, she feels like he's talking down to her. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's it. Cause she was so confused by it and she was like, maybe that's how he converses and all this stuff. But, um, that's what I think it's about. Cause there's nothing else really that happens with any of the girls. <laughs> so. Uh, there was Subasa. Uh, got mm-hmm. asked out by Shion, which I did not see coming. Yeah, but I did not see that as a major arc of the episode at all. Uh, I guess not. Um, that was very casual and very good. It but... was, but they had made such a big deal in the first episode about how she well, seemed it's pure. not her first date either. <laughs> like oh, I know, but she... it's been five years and she's 24 I know, but a new experience for her getting asked out by a guy? Come on. Yeah, I... She's a hockey superstar. <laughs> um, this is something I want to do also, which is read the Netflix summary for the episode. Okay, let's do it's it. It's pretty good. As everyone settles in, Udai shows off his cooking skills. When some members go out to lunch, he seems to hit it off with one girl in particular. I like that it doesn't have spoilers, because I feel like a lot of the Netflix summaries actually have spoilers for episodes. Everyone goes on an adventure, most of them die. Yeah. (laughs) Can you guess which ones? (laughs) Thanks, Netflix. Anyways. That's good. That's uh, on that on that point. I don't think Netflix quite. They didn't have a spoiler in that moment, but if they did have a spoiler, it would be that uh, a member, an aspiring chef, cooks poorly for everybody, as we found out during Amy's savage lunch. 
<laughs> totally savage lunch with her two business partner, not business partners. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let me redo, friends. let me redo the summary. As everyone settles in, Udai makes flavorless soup. <laughs> when some members go out to lunch, Udai awkwardly hits on Ami and turns her off immensely. Yet she still agrees to go out with him in the end. Period. <laughs> okay. There's our summary. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that is essentially how it went. And I don't know... I was so surprised. I had no idea that she was going to, I guess, break. In my mind, she was breaking. Breaking character. <laughs> well, not breaking character, but breaking how she had talked about um, dating just in the previous episode at dinner when she was asked about it. Um, Are you talking about when they're all four at lunch? No, I'm talking about episode uno where... Uh, Cheyenne and snowboarder guy um, ask everyone, like, what type of person do they like? And she's like, mm, I don't like somebody who's into me. And he seems, Udi seems to be into her. And right. she seems to be like, oh, okay, well, I'll go out with him. Yeah. My thoughts on that are that she enjoys having attention. Mm-hmm. And isn't going to be annoyed about it until she is. Hmm. Because the way that she described her relationship or the way that guys are with her, I don't, like, that would mean that as soon as a guy liked her, nothing would happen ever, you know? <laughs> so that's not, like, it's not feasible. <laughs> like, it's not actually a thing. It's just how she deals with it when guys like her, mm -hmm. you know? Which is, I like the attention until I don't. And I feel confident saying that because of how she acted at lunch with her friends. That was so rude. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Let's dig into this friend conversation because you, the commentator, said yeah. after this that she seemed uh, as if she was a completely different person, which mm -hmm. is weird. Um, it was also intimidating that one of her friends had an eye patch on. It seemed very sinister. Very intimidating. <laughs> really heightened the level of Bond villains. Um, <laughs> and so she was she was hating on Shion for not looking good, <laughs> saying um, saying that he society was he was hot okay. by society's <laughs> standards and not hers. Um, and then was annoyed at the hot pot sergeant, uh, the snowboarder, which is my new favorite. New favorite, um, I guess it's a, it's not quite a slur, a nickname jab to throw at somebody. It seems super intense. The hot pot sergeant. I love it. Also, Mizutaki, the broth that they keep referencing, is supposed to be a lightly flavored broth. And then you eat that with dipping sauce. So the dipping sauce has flavor. The uh, broth doesn't have flavor. As opposed to something that has like heavier flavors in it. So is this, is this presumably so you can set the amount of flavor that you want in your Yeah, and use broth. what sauces you want. Mm. I thought that that was like the perfect first meal because it's like no one's going to dislike it. No one's going to complain unless <laughs> you are going to complain, apparently. And the point of the meal is to all cook and get to know each other, not, you know, not have the best meal of your life <laughs> based <laughs> so, solely on food. So apparently. this this gets back to my continuing question with this entire franchise, which, which is, is 
don't they know they're being filmed? <laughs> and that this comes out weekly in Japan and they, they reference, I think in the first episode, when they see the giant couch in the TV room, uh, they say, oh, we can watch our episodes here. So this Yeah, is... also, I, it must come out, you know, the, the chorus has the same outfits on. They obviously film two at a time. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that one, like, last week hasn't come out when they've watched this one, you know? Yeah, I guess not. It's just... Or potentially they come out to it at a time because that's how they film them the, with the chorus. You know what I mean? But even then, the people are gonna in the house are gonna see what you're saying about them with your friends. So oh, I know. Is this oh, I know. is this just a is this just a wholesale buying into the concept of the show of of Amy and other characters when they do this saying, um, I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to like talk about it. Or is this no, a... No, they, they stop being polite and start getting real. <laughs> That's what or, happens. Or is it a metagame because they're thinking through what the other people might see in the house and are trying to like get them to think or act a certain way? Ooh, depends on the person, mm. I think. Depends on the person. I think she is really... She really is going to speak her mind and it's going to be problematic. But mm-hmm. I don't think that she cares that much. Even when she said that um, you and I stuffed animals were creepy, you know? It's like, you could have gone, you could have said, like, that's not my thing. Like, like they're still all new to each other. And to be like, ugh, that's creepy, like, is a bit much, you know? Yeah, that was, a, that was another moment. We can circle back to that, but... Yeah, I, yeah, I want to get back to that moment in a little bit. Um, Can we keep talking about flavorless soup? For a I minute? do want. <laughs> you're being such a hot pot sergeant, Anna. <laughs> Chill. I'm out. such a hot pot sergeant. Today. Oh God, that's so true. Um, I just I have a poem that I want to read to oh, you. Oh my God, why? <laughs> so okay. if I could have silence, that would be great. Yeah. <coughs> it might not taste good. Not good. Thanks for the food. Not enough flavor. It's good. It's a little light, but there isn't enough flavor. It's light, but it's good. I apologize. It's a subtle flavor. (laughs) (laughs) That was the entire conversation and everyone's comments on Udai's soup that he made for breakfast. And, you know, I just think that it read is just a great situation <laughs> oh. through everyone's comments. So you're welcome. Poetry Corner. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, there is no better way to capture uh, to capture that soup, I think, than that, <laughs> that beautiful wordsmithing by... Uh, a found, a found poem, if you will. Yes, a found, <laughs> the found poem. phrases carved from the minds of <laughs> old soup <laughs> oh. that was discarded by people who didn't think it had enough flavor. Also, is adding hot sauce or something like offensive because he's a chef? I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it might be. I mean, he brought up that it might be a little light, and then everybody repeated that a lot, and then. I guess it was light enough that Amy 
was going to tell her friends that and, and say essentially, yeah, he made food. Tabasco. But it wasn't that good. Sriracha. Soy sauce. <laughs> Ketchup. <laughs> I, cheese. Honey. These are all things that we've yes. seen that they have in the house. <laughs> that you could add to, <laughs> to a soup or a broth to make it more flavorful. Just some <laughs> thoughts. Salt and pepper also. Just some thoughts. Yeah, so this brings us back to Udi and his cooking. And what do you think? I mean, there was, it was very carrot heavy. There's a lot of carrot chunks in there. I don't think I would have gone soup for breakfast. But if somebody in that situation, I would have eaten it because it's a new situation and you're trying to not be... You would no. have been paralyzed by awkwardness. <laughs> okay, yes. No, no, I just want cereal. <laughs> you just crunch, pour crunch, Frosted crunch. Flakes into the soup broth that you made. <laughs> oh, perfect. Just I was going to have some of these. Um, oh, this is great. Uh, which cereal should I add to this? Uh, yeah, but let's get to the core of the matter here, which is Udi seems like he doesn't quite know how to handle these situations um and i think the him being him being super polite about the soup i think is is one thing i think that's fine but then earlier in the episode or was it later in the episode i don't recall uh when the snowboarder guy brings up um brings up his pandas and the panda mm-hmm. like incident in front of everybody yeah. where amy says that it's creepy and subasa says that that's crazy it just, I, I know I put a lot of marks against Udai at the, during the first episode. I think it was mm-hmm. five marks, if I'm remembering correctly. Five, yeah. I have that carved into a piece of stone here. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I feel bad for him because it seems as if everybody is piling on in a way that seems a little bit unfair. I disagree. Oh, okay. So... But like, if he's not reading, if he's not reading the, um, the like societal signals or like the signals from everybody else there, it's kind of like he plays along with it. But it seems as if he doesn't quite know how to interact, and it doesn't seem like yeah. He's I mean, I think that he's yet. young, so he's kind of taking things as they come. But in that situation in particular, when they're all at the table, Taka after that says, "You don't care what people say, though." To him. And I think that he is really... Taka's, like... Is, like, teasing him like a brother. And then amping him up. Because he says, like... Yeah, you don't care what people say, though. After she says that he's creepy. And then right after that asks, like... What made him want to be a chef? And, like, prompts him to start talking about that. Which is, like, his career and what he's going to be doing. And to, like, get deeper into you know, what his interests are and what he's there for. So I thought that he, that at least from Taka's point of view, he was not trying to make fun of him and was trying to be lighthearted about it and then, like, kind of flipped it so that he could have an opportunity to, like, also show a serious side of himself and they could get to know him better as a person. Mm. I still, I'm still not totally convinced of that vibe. It that's just... fine. I'm just saying in this one situation, that's what I felt. Hmm. 
I, I saw that as Taka reading the situation and thinking that Udai might be uncomfortable. And so be, and so he was like, yeah, but you don't care, you know. But didn't he bring up... You don't up, care what other people think. But didn't then, he bring up the pandas in the first place? So it's like he set up this thing to then knock him down I, in some way to Well, like, maybe he was trying to be lighthearted about it and then it became... And then he was uncomfortable with or saw Udai being uncomfortable with where it was going, you know. I don't think he was setting it up to be mean, but... Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's... Or if he was, then he felt bad about it, and that's why he prompted those other things, you know? Yeah, maybe. I guess if, if Uda is young and is going to be agreeing with things, then him, he would naturally agree with in the moment, Taka being like, hey, you're fine with us, you don't care what we think, right? Um, that he would just go ahead and agree with that, whereas maybe he doesn't internally. Like, that would be a hard place to say, hey, no, I, I just have these stuffed animals and it's like not a big deal. So yeah. Why does it need I also to didn't understand then when <clears throat> Udai was talking about, um, his home life, he didn't really actually, he kind of glazed over why he's like not welcome at his parents' house anymore. And you had reminded me in the last episode that he had been living on his own for two years or something already. Yeah. So you must've left when he was like 17 to go to school and start working and all these things. So, I don't know. I think there are a lot of complexities about him and that we'll keep figuring things out, hopefully. Yeah, and then... But he's someone who I cannot read at all. I can't. At I can't all. Read I have him. no predictions because he could go either way. And then, like, everything he does in this episode, I'm like, what? Where does that... Okay, what? <laughs> and then it works out and I'm like, how? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was I, my emotional roller coaster this episode. <laughs> yeah, I really can't. I really couldn't. I, a hundred percent. When I thought he was asking Amy out, it was not going to go well. He was going to get Costcoed because right? I just her from what she said in the first episode, from her talking about him to her friends, to her talking about it, um, talking about the lunch four of them went to um i just i thought there's no way there's no way that's why i think that she likes the attention and i think that she's gonna go along with it as long as it suits her that's what i think yeah the other thing was when she was at lunch with her girlfriends was that no she was at lunch with um with the other members. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm glad I'm the youngest girl because I'm really not good with them. Hmm. And, you know, girls will be girls, but <laughs> assuming that you're not going to get along with any girl is a little bit rough. <laughs> yeah, especially when you know that you're going into a house with two other girls. Yeah, um, for sure. And potentially having some awkward situation where you both go out with the same guy or something you know yeah yeah so i feel like she is just a ticking time bomb <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think uh, i could see her having a having issues with the girls and the guys yeah so. i guess so i she seems udi udi seems younger than she does in that way mm -hmm. 
um, where he he feels more impressionable, like he's gonna kind of go with everybody. For sure, um, she just seems she catty. Not... <sighs> Meow. Um... <laughs> and uh, I and I respect people who speak their minds and are honest about things. Like I and I think that that's a big strength of a lot of the people who are in Terrace House is that they feel, you know, good about coming up to someone and speaking their minds. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's healthy and a lot better than being passive aggressive in this situation. But I think that it has to be well thought out and not flippant. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully my expectations are low and they will be surpassed. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, yeah, I, Ooh, she is the other one along with um, Udi that I, I just not quite sure about. Um, but somebody that I am sure about is Subasa, who seems super chill. And I was totally surprised when Shion asked her out. Okay, let's go to that. Okay. <laughs> First of all, there's never enough of her because she's working all the time. So I hope that there's more scenes with her because. I could not have cared less about the Amy Udai situation by the end of this. I had seen <laughs> way too much of both of them. <laughs> and I was ready for Subasa and Shion because I actually want to get to know him more as well. But there, that conversation was so refreshing and everything that I love about this show. Because Subasa was like so self aware and vulnerable. Yeah. And said how nervous she was, even then, during that conversation, to him, like, how open and, you know, ready for this experience is she. I love it. Yeah, she is... Uh, so when she when she first came into the house, uh, she... How did she put it? She said that she wanted more confidence. She wanted to find more confidence. Yeah. And she's just been verbalizing that at every step of the way and owning it in a way that works really well. Um, and she's captain of her whole team. I, yeah. So I'm like... So is she, is she playing that down a little bit or... No, I think that she probably, like a lot of athletes, has, is, like, has a specific personality when they're playing mm-hmm. and in that setting and can be confident in that setting and just has to figure out more so how to translate that into everyday life. That's mm-hmm. what I would see with her. Because it seems like she's good at her job. It seems like she's a great hockey player and a good leader. But I can see that being an issue with translating to, like, how do I do this when I'm not in this specific setting, for sure. Yeah, I I think it also might be one of those things where she will be more confident and therefore possibly date somebody after mm-hmm. she gets to know them versus here's like the first impression of this person going out on a date because the guys were talking about She's her. not going to get the first impression, Rose. <laughs> She's but <laughs> she will make it to hometowns, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you for translating I know. That into the bachelorette uh, parlance. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I was just, I was just surprised that Cheyenne asked her out because he was the one who was saying, what is it? 
uh, Kurosawa raised that girl. She seems so natural and innocent, and that well, maybe he loves it. Maybe, I, he, maybe he does. It. it didn't seem. It didn't come off that way when he was talking about it. And I think that they, like, during their conversation, you see that they could get along really well, and it might just be a friendship, but I think that they're both definitely, like, observers, Mm -hmm. um, and more quiet, and get overtaken by stronger personalities. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that he really enjoys, like, being able to just sit and talk with her, and Mm -hmm. get a word in, (laughs) and not feel pressured to, you know ping pong back and forth constantly. Also, they're going to go to the hot springs and it's going to be so fun to watch. I can't wait. Yeah. They mentioned a foot bath. I could go for a foot bath. Oh my gosh. Booking my ticket to Japan right now. <laughs> Send me another credit card. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please and thank you. So if they're if they're going to a hot springs, where do you think... Amy and Udi are gonna go. Oh my gosh! I know. What are the other options? They don't. They're not gonna go far because he. I guess he can't drive, and she doesn't want to drive <laughs> far. Was that what you got from that? I think so. That she really didn't want to drive. So that's a that is a power move. Asking somebody out on a date when you can't when you can't drive. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he would take her to. Like, that they would go on, like, a theme park date. Mm. But I don't know if there's one nearby. That seems like his thing, though. Yeah. Buyer cotton candy. I'm super curious. What did you think about their interaction when they had the cooking... Well, it wasn't a date, but the cooking scheduled event. I'm kind of surprised at how, like, smooth Udai was. Yeah. Um... I thought he was going to be more spazzy, but he seemed to tone it down a little bit when they were in private, which is good. That's a good sign for mm-hmm. any future um, time that they spend together. And, you know, it was probably nice that he kind of had control over the situation and was able to show her all these things. It was mm-hmm. nice. It was nice. The thing about, the worst thing about their interactions this episode was his whole thing with her makeup. Yeah, that, okay, that's I was Mark, like, only a young, only a young boy, That's Mark number six. Would think that. It's gotta be Mark number six. That people look that different with makeup on. Like, do you yeah. know what makeup is? And then to, again, verbalizing it out loud to multiple people. Of like Mizuki Ugh. comes in and the first thing is, So cringe. Is is like, hey, did she look different without her makeup? <laughs> like, uh no, why why are you asking me this? Just give me some soup. Uh it doesn't taste good. Yeah, when they're watching TV, he says, You said you're ugly without makeup, but you look the same. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Oh man. Or maybe he didn't say wait. Maybe Mizuki said that. No. I don't know. Mizuki might have said that. But anyways. Yikes. Because just... Udai got caught in a circle where he was like, you're cute. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I mean, you're just not not cute. I mean, <laughs> 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 Ugh. 
slipping. apparently a large hurdle to get over. Yeah, a slip and slide to an awkward pool at the end. <laughs> also, mm. what do you think they're watching? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess past seasons of Terrace House would be guess number one. <laughs> like, oh, look at these people in a house. They don't know that they're being filmed. Their house is so much smaller than ours. <laughs> How unfortunate. We have twice the slippers that they do. <laughs> but they are on the beach, which is nice. It pairs for a good setup to break up with someone <laughs> or ask someone out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who is it? You said that it was so nice to not see the beach. Yeah. <laughs> But that is, that's what they do when they want to talk about their relationships. They're always on a bench at the beach. So what will be <laughs> that in this season of Terrace House? Mm. That's a good point because... Oh, the gazebo! Their gazebo! Oh, yeah. We haven't had any shots of them outside in their gazebo, but they have one. I bet that'll be the serious talking gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> the emotional gazebo. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that seems a bit less removed than, than going to sit on a park bench in a city, but I, I think that's going to change the vibe of this a lot, them being on an estate, quote unquote, not being able to see their neighbors. Yeah, definitely. Um, not being inside of town. Hmm. And more importantly, car drama. When's car drama going to happen? Because up until this point, everybody's kind of been near public transport in a city. So I'm ready for that. Uh, there was car drama um, in season zero, as you like to refer to it. Ooh. Maybe you Ooh. haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. Cause it's I'm very minimal. <laughs> three episodes in. <laughs> it is Terrace House, so it is very minimal drama. <laughs> but the car usage is mentioned once <laughs> <laughs> oh man then that's that's off the charts off do you the think that they charts. have a group text for taking the cars i don't know i they have the chalkboard or planning things they've got the chalkboard. i know but the chalkboard really that's well, just for us the Come chalkboard on. i i guess so but how else is production gonna know to get outside and film the car drama when the car drama happens if they don't write true. it down hmm. very true Taco wrote on the board from Old Man Taco. <laughs> yeah, who's it? You? Not you. Uh, the other guy. The guy who sits on the ground next to you. Uh, said that he looks like an old guy when he was drinking a beer. <laughs> the way he was drinking his beer in the last episode. So funny. He, he, seemed, he does seem old. He does seem older. He seems older, but a little bit less mature. Than a Hansan. Uh, Hansan was in season one, and Hansan was the best Terrace House member ever. God, um, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, in a human form. Um, but Taka says himself in the last episode that he feels comfortable hanging out with younger people because he snowboards with them. And so I think because he's not really in a professional environment, he's a snowboarder and he works in a restaurant, mm -hmm. that he's probably around um, quite a few younger people or, you know, just not in like a traditional mm -hmm. office or professional setting. So that's going to be different with how someone acts for sure. 
Mm. Hansan was an architect who's in grad school. He was doing projects for people. So, and it, they also are just different people. But yeah, yeah, I think Subasa to me comes off as the most mature person in the house. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, so I'm really interested to see how long she stays. Who she goes out with. Oh my god, I hope she with. stays forever. <laughs> I haven't even seen any of her yet. Yeah, oh, well, she's going to be there forever, but they'll just fill in somebody. They'll bring in somebody else just to hang around during the day so that somebody's there. I feel like Amy might be the first one to leave. Really? Yeah. Huh. I feel like she's... She's like... Gonna come in pretty hot and yeah. then <laughs> explode on out of there. <laughs> uh, Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I, get I mean, that I guess sense. I could see Mizuki being like, I have to work or something, but but she seems to be working pretty well on her laptop, so. <laughs> yep. Yep, she's got, got that Dope Supreme sticker. Yeah, there. and she's going to start a swimwear, not a swimwear, a lingerie, lingerie line, line, which sounds great. Surprise, we have our first brand of the, second brand of the season. Second brand, yeah. Second brand, oh man. Also, it's funny that they call it a brand, like you're going to make everything. Yeah. Everything I, and anything. I, yeah, I guess so. Not a swimwear line or one bathing suit. <laughs> one, or buying bathing suits off the rack and then doing something to them. <laughs> very minimally uh throwback to arisa and her hats Ooh. you didn't think she was making the hats i didn't think she was making the hats. she went to a big warehouse and was picking up hats that's still I thought the... she was getting samples to have them I... made I think she was buying the hats i think she was buying the actual hats and then putting stuff on them I mean, that's what I, that's what I remember. That was... Throwing Shade. That's, well, that's a great name for a hat brand. Throwing Shade. <laughs> well, there's our third brand cool. of third this brand. episode. I'm going to go pick out some hats. Uh, I'm going to tie ribbons around them. Um, I'm going to splash them with a little bleach. Throwing Shade. Yeah, acid wash for sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, we need to cut this out because this is too good. Too good to release. People are gonna, people are gonna trademark this brand. Gotta, yeah, TM. Gotta oh my out. gosh. TM. Obviously TM, TM. a TM. Throwing shade hats, TM. <laughs> no one can take that. Get out of here. Uh, or it's a UV fabric net that you can toss <laughs> over things. <laughs> <laughs> also called throwing shade obviously oh no 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 i got it it's a frisbee with a uv uh blanket attached so you can throw it to someone but then when it lands it pops open and can shield you from the sun's rays <laughs> great now now all what ultimate is... frisbee player would not use that <laughs> <laughs> riddle me this Oh, oh, yeah. Well, can't wait. Back to the app. Can't wait. <laughs> Back to the app. Uh, they do bring up Udai's grandma again. Thank God. Um, 
is she going to come visit? <gasps> oh my god. Because parents, parents have visited in the past. Oh And have been god. featured on the show in the past. Yeah, she has to come visit. What Did parent she... other than Avian's? Uh, mom. Avian's mom. Uh, season one, Boys and Girls in the City. Uh, the model at the end, her mom, was ah. part of the show. Okay. Almost. Um, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it also, like, yeah, his conversation about his parents also, um, makes sense with how much he talks about his grandma, which I don't even know if he talks about her that much, but maybe we just talk about her that much. <laughs> and the maybe. chorus talks about her a lot. But that's good that he's close with his grandmother if things are tough with his parents. So. Yeah, I th- that was another. Maybe she thought this would be good for him, which if, is nice. If the. Let's see, I made a sixth mark. I forgot what the sixth mark was already. Hmm? The sixth mark against Udai. Uh, um, something with Amy. <laughs> something. Okay, it was something with Amy. Yeah, for all those marks against him, that sounded super, super rough that both mm-hmm. of his parents are, are mad at him enough that he doesn't go home. Yeah. And or talk to him, so. Yeah. Hopefully his grandma come vi- comes and visits, and I'm glad that his grandma's there to support him in finding himself. But they compare her to, uh, the chorus compares her to a character on these rice crackers. Did you see that? <laughs> I did. Poda Poda Yaki rice crackers. Uh, I looked it up and they're available on Amazon. So <laughs> they're sweet and salty rice crackers. They look great. And uh, love the character on them. So. <laughs> Food facts. Any other thoughts? Uh, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Do you want to do specific predictions? Uh, hopefully, hopefully we have a hot springs trip next time. Yeah, definitely give me a hot springs trip. And so. I'm hoping that it stays as a one-on-one kind of thing, because I could see this going easily into something where everyone goes. Everybody but. comes, yeah. Um. Hmm. specific predictions and we're gonna have yeah we're gonna have two dates next time so that should be interesting yeah and then long term uh Uday's grandmother comes to visit i can't and I really amy leaves that to <laughs> that's what i think hmm oh another really good moment was when they were cooking and um Uday tells amy to talk to her ingredients So I'm glad he at least has passion and enjoys cooking. Yeah, cause... that was that moment was that moment was charming. Depending on how serious he was about how much he should talk to her ingredients. And depending on how she acts moving forward. Because <laughs> I don't trust her. <laughs> Yikes. I hope we get more of Taka next time too. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I wanna see some snowboarding. I wanna see yeah. some. Well, some cool it's only tricks. fall. So Hopefully That's snow true. will they fall can't. soon. I guess I guess they can't make snow or it's not warm enough or cold enough or yeah. something. Uh follow us on the gram, yeah. Follow us on the gram, yeah. Did we get any questions on the gram this week? No. 
No, we did not. <laughs> no questions. You could be the first. Slide in the DMs, yo. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have a website yet. We don't have an email address yet. Uh, actually, wait. By the time this goes up, we will have an email address. So the email address is under one roof at terracehouse.party. Woo! Woo! Send us your questions uh, and compliments. <laughs> and comments, I guess. If, if they're compliments. If they're positive. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is fishing. Or constructive. I'll take constructive, I guess. Uh, uh, or uh, maybe not predictions. Unless you haven't oh, watched no. the rest of the show. Yet. No, because if you're watching in Japan, mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. you've already seen all this. <laughs> or it, even if you're watching here, because it's on Netflix, you've already seen all this. Um. Because yeah. who can watch only one episode? <laughs> Me, I... barely. <laughs> <laughs> it is really hard to only watch one. I want to burn through. This is the sacrifice that we're making. This. <laughs> this is, it took doing a podcast to not binge watch the whole thing at one time for Anna. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> I like savoring it. No, don't. Don't do that thing. Uh, <laughs> don't do that thing. Um, yeah, let's see. Our intro music is... Uh, House Party by Meek Mill off the mixtape Dream Chasers. And then Ooh. our outro music, which will start any moment now, is I Won't Stop by Meek Mill, also on Dream Chasers. So check that out. That's for free. It's a mixtape. You can download it. It's the first one. It's good. If you're watching episode by episode, go watch episode three! <laughs> yeah, go on. Go watch episode three. What are you doing? <laughs> and we'll talk about it next week and it'll be great. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks. <laughs>